Hello, welcome to the Kaleidoscope, your portal to possibilities and soul-satisfying solutions. Get ready to embark on an inspired journey in a quest for a whole new perspective. I'm your host, Ashley Bernard, introducing people to the beautiful gems that they are. Every story, voice, and person are all a part of a masterpiece. In all our brokenness and colors, we are truly meant to reflect each other. So I'll be mixing and merging your creative thinking and intuition as we peek into ideas, philosophies, and mysteries that expose the perfect truth about you. So let's open our minds. It's time for the Kaleidoscope. Alright everyone, welcome to the Kaleidoscope. Today we have Eddie Lee back with us from Florida, the founder of the Witness Foundation, um, also the Church of the Christ of Consciousness, and um, a renowned author for spiritual concepts and ideas. Eddie, thank you so much for joining me. So today we're going to be talking about judgment. Tell me, I know we talked earlier, but I'm so excited for you to present your perception. Tell me what you think about judgment. Sure. Judgment, judgment is just a word, as we as we spoke about the last time. Judgment is just a word. It's the energy behind it, which is what creates our problems. So, if if we are condemning, which is what most people think of judgment as, as a condemnation. If we're condemning, we're hurting ourselves. But if we are if we are discerning, which means intuitively listening to the higher self, we just know what what we are to do. We're guided um, and directed always what is the best, what what is best for us and serves our highest good. When I judge, which it is I'm judging or condemning or any any level of condemnation. The reason I'm hurting myself is because I have I have removed myself from that intuitive knowing from the higher self. I'm saying to the universe, this little bitty self knows more than the higher self. And that always gets me in trouble. It's, it's when I can stay at the higher self. Now, please understand, the higher self may tell me, if I'm in a situation, it may tell me to shut my mouth. So I shut my mouth. It may also tell me to run, find the nearest exit, get the hell out of whatever it is I'm in. All right? The higher self will always guide and direct me accordingly. But it isn't coming from... from the place of condemnation, it's coming from that place of of what is my highest good, what is my what is my highest good in that moment. This little bitty S self doesn't know what my highest good is. My higher self always knows. So so that's why I look at judgment as how does it how does it affect me? Am I coming at life 
from the little s self or am I coming at life from that higher self, that capital S self? And that is what, um, and that comes from how I am perceiving the world. But I do want to say this. I can only perceive the world by what lives in me. I, I judge the world by what I believe to be true. So, it all, so judgment always means I have to turn back within me and look, at, and look at what beliefs do I believe to be true. What, do, what is it that I believe to be true? And that is where I um, stop and that's when I can recognize, ooh, am I playing in my little, the little S self? Or am I, now can I now turn it over to the higher self? And here's the beautiful thing. I don't have to make any decisions. Let the higher self. In fact, uh, of course, in miracles, Jesus, and of course, in miracles, says that there is one within us. Think of it like a Supreme Court justice, the highest judge, the highest authority. He calls it the highest authority. Will let me know, which is that higher self within me. Absolutely. I, I, that, that's the beautiful part. I don't have to make a decision that would be that would end up hurting me if if I if I remember to turn within and go to that higher authority, that higher self that is within me, that will then guide and direct me through intuitively knowing what to say, when to say it, how to say it, who to say it to, whether I need to say it at all. And, and, and my job is just to follow its guidance. And boy, let me tell you, when I do that, everything comes out beautifully. Now, I'm not going to say that it comes out smoothly, but it always comes out beautifully. But if I am the one who tries to make that from that little s self perspective, if I'm the one that is trying to make all the decisions about my my life, then I end up in the weeds, and I can end up in the weeds a lot. You know, I just run that car off the road. So I, I tell people all the time, we're in the car, we're traveling through life, but I would rather have my higher self, God, the Christ consciousness, whatever we want to call it, being the driver. And I just would rather be a passenger because I know, I know that the destination will always be one filled with the exact thing that I need for me. But if I'm the one driving the vehicle, I, I I end up swerving all over the road and end up in the weeds or in the ditch or whatever. Not that I ultimately won't get there, but why waste the time? I would rather I would rather have take that time that was wasted on getting there and doing it with with happiness and joy and having and having the experience filled with with wonderful th and things and that are that are good and where I get to see and experience the world from a place of joy and happiness rather than uh, 
spending my time having to clean up the wreckage of my past. I completely understand. I love how you were talking about the intuitive pull too, because I had looked up judgment and it it derives from a French word that means intuitive, the intuitive pull, um, the intuitive decision, you know, and I, I really think that that is really powerful because just like you were saying, you know, I think that the word judge um, has this idea, the, an implication that comes with it, like most words do. You know, um, having a daughter uh, with a medical disability, I have learned from the people around me that whenever you say doctor, most people perceive through their own already ingrained belief system that this is a professional and they know exactly what they're talking about every time. And so that was actually my first experience to begin to look into these types of things. So when I think of judge, you know, everybody listening, I guarantee is going to think of the man sitting behind, uh, sitting with a gavel in his hand or, or, or to being judged negatively. And I think that number one, it goes to, it goes to say we are in a shift of frequencies right now. Our planet is in a shift being able to utilize that energy and say, I am going to allow myself to 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 rid myself of the limiting beliefs that I already have about things and create new ones and allow ourselves to believe that um, that everything, um, you know, is about balance and judgment to me is brother and sister with decisions. So whatever we are faced with driving down the road and I have to get gas, I'm making a decision to stop at Shell or Kroger's, but I'm probably going to stop at Kroger's because I know as a judgment that I get three cents off and sometimes extra if I went shopping that week. And and although it's a judgment, it's a judgment that I love how you were saying, how does it affect me? It affects me in a positive manner. And so whenever we also are judging um, from a heart posture, and what I mean by that is, you said it perfectly, the energy that comes from us, the frequency that we are admitting while we're in the process of that particular state of mind. You know, if we're doing it from a heart posture of love, then it, we're able to we're able to utilize it and create it as a tool, such as the example of, of going into the store and someone um, being upset and we make a judgment um, and I love you you say is it um, is it love or a call for love I I freaking love that just so you know uh, but you know going into the store and seeing someone that's upset and being able to judge one of the two are is this love or is it a call for love and if it's a call for love and operating from a heart space of love saying oh my gosh hey let me what can I do to make you smile today? Like, I just want you to have a good day. Let's, you know, let's move past this or not engaging at all or, or you know, and making those decisions to be able to move forward. And I think that um, a lot of times there's so much emphasis put on this negative judgment that we do to each other and you bringing up how much it affects us is so powerful in this aspect because when we are operating from an ego space in our heart posture, we are judging people and the judgments that we're passing along, the condemnation that we're passing along in our heart space is what creates the negative energy for us. Because the first thing is um, gratitude is, is is a form of judgment, in, in my opinion. I'm so, I was grateful this morning for toothpaste. I'm like, I found Crest 3D whitening. Yes. 
and um, you know, or uh, you know, we're making these con continuous judgments or condemnations against other people. What we're truly doing is transferring the judgment because we may feel that way about them, but it's nothing more than a reflection of us. And then it, it begins to eat away at us, you know, and, and in the big scope of things and on a very deep level, you know, um, judgment is a, it, just like any other energy cannot be created nor destroyed. And it is definitely transferable. So, for instance, the judgments, you know, um, I, I am a felon. Whenever people say, uh, hear the word felon, they automatically associate that with something in their mind that is a preconceived, deep-seated belief about that word due to their programming, not due to their own individual experience, because those who have individually experienced me would never know if I didn't tell them. Huh. So it's just one of those things. And I think that I really love how you're speaking about the energy in it, because I think that in my thought process, I totally left out the energy, which is like the source of, of, of the actual action and, and, and motion that it sets forth. And so I really think that that's awesome. Do you have any, uh, are there any tips that you could give to somebody um, who's saying like, you know, it's really hard to just quit judging people. Um, are there tips that you could give someone? And then I'll share mine with you. Sure. All right. <laughs> Is to the first the first tip is to remain in awareness to remain to remain in and by to by remaining in awareness what do I mean by remaining in this moment by staying present judgment by the way judgment and condemnation as you were saying I'm I'm projecting it out it's coming from the past I have gone into the past recognized I didn't like so whatever. And I'm throwing it now out in front of me. Well, if I'm throwing the past out in front of me, then the future just becomes just like the past. Mm -hmm. Nothing changes when nothing changes. That's powerful. If stay, so if I stay in the moment, it, it, from that moment, I can, I can remember that my greatest treasure is peace. And I will recognize, is it love or a call for love? The response is still the same, to love, mm -hmm. to, to love that person that is in front of me, to love the other that is standing in front of me. The second thing that I wanted to say was to recognize unity and oneness is where the mind and heart act as one. When the mind and heart act separately, we're coming at the entire world from a dualistic point of view. Judgment, the, the ending, M-E-N-T, means uh, a state of. But M-E-N-T is also the root for the word mind. Judgment is always from a mental place. Mm -hmm. That discernment or that intuitive knowing, you are calling it from, from uh, the heart center. There's the, there's the difference. Little self, higher self. Little self, higher self. So if I am in true awareness of the moment, simply observing what is happening, I I then will be in oneness with the mind and the heart. The heart will guide me, and the mind will then direct me in love. 
But if I have if I have condemned, then I have literally shut the heart. Listening to the heart, I've blocked the heart, and the mind is now going to tell me what to do. And the mind, the mind by itself, is what gets us in so much trouble. Absolutely. When the heart speaks, we know that we are being guided perfectly, guided in our highest good. And when the and when the mind is listening to the heart, that is the higher self. We are coming from a place of love, from a place of oneness and unity. So again, again, what is the so what is the second that second tip? Remaining aware in this moment. And to remain centered, and to the third, always turn within. Always turn within to the heart. What is what is? I tell everybody, what is it? What is one second before you react? Turn within and give it one second, and and call on that higher self, and you and you will know whether to say anything or not. But that one second of turning within, you are literally acknowledging, I don't know at this moment, but I will turn within to the one who does. That one second can change the outcome 180 degrees. But it's because we turned in and went to to the authority, to that higher self that always knows how to respond in love. In other words, I'm now coming, as you would say, I'm coming at it from my heart and not up here. Absolutely. I really love that. And I love how you were talking about turning in and giving yourself that one second because something that I always try to um, impress on my children is um, to use uh, a dis- to use a window almost when they're when they're trying to do things. So th- to me, that would be my that would be my pause window. Okay, pause. Look through. Look at myself and and go forward. And I really think that that's so powerful because um, for me personally, um, whenever I whenever I I am passing judgment, and and I'm a human, so please so understand when I'm passing judgment on someone in a, in an ego way. The first thing that I do is it, it invokes an emotional reaction inside of me. And usually I'm angry or envious, and that's what happens. And once I feel that, I'm like, oh, Ashley, what are you trying to lie to yourself about right now? That's the first thing I know to do because I, I have trained myself after so many years of whenever I receive a reaction like that from within, that it's not something that's happening outside of me, but something I'm trying to hide from myself inside. And therefore, as you had said, the mind and my heart are no longer married and they're operating independently. So my tip, I think, would be, I I really love that you said those and you like totally stole my tips. So let me come up with something off the top of my head now. I think that my tips would definitely be um, to, as you said, to use that pause window to take that moment because it is the difference between reacting and responding. And yeah. I really, I, I really love to be able to respond to people because I love to yeah. be able to have that, that, um, the balance and, and, and to use that discernment to be able to respond to them in a way of love and not out of a reaction phase that's coming from, from the parts of me I'm still fighting. But I think another tip really is 
to to be to love yourself to be easy on yourself because we're all in that that, that state of transforming and metamorphosizing ourselves and so um for me whenever i first began this journey of of changing myself in the way that i thought and my paradigms and these deep beliefs and my habitual habits and and just you know uh parts of myself it was it was really difficult because i was doing it so um so subconsciously that catching myself doing it was a regular routine so i would i would make abrupt changes so for instance if i'm casting a judgment oh my gosh look at her shoes for example now and out of my envious state i would have to ashley hold on wait stop no those are so cute and she looks so cute in them. And I would have to force myself to do that cognitive redirection abruptly because I, I have to at times speak to myself out loud because it's because it allows me to interrupt my mind because we cannot think, although we live in this duality, it's quite interesting, but our mind does not live in duality. Our mind perceives everything as being at, as what it is. So whenever I speak out loud, I stop my mind because it can't be running while my mouth is running. So I'm able to stop my mind. Ashley, now try this. And and therefore coach myself through those moments. And I also think another one is, is, is as you said, the mindfulness, but beginning, a, beginning some sort of a uh, meditation activity, whether it be physical, um, anything, writing, um, you know, or actual meditate or not actual meditation, but any form of meditation to be able to allow yourself the, the space to intentionally, intentionally plant in your own mind, your, your intention to change the way that you perceive things. I think that that's really powerful too, because a lot of times I tell myself like, I'm going to stop eating sweets after six o'clock. Um, but I actually am lying to myself because I don't make any effort to become intentional about it. And that's what I think you were talking about with being mindful is being intentional yes. in the moment and acting on purpose. Yes, absolutely. And when I, I'd like to share this with you as well. When we are just, when we judge, <coughs> we always, we will always react. When we are in that intuitive discerning, which means we've turned within, we will always respond. So if, I, if I'm reacting, which would always be coming from a place of, like you said, jealousy, anger, rage, uh, and all of the other negative emotions, I know immediately that I'm coming from the lower self. I am coming from that little s egoic self. Now my job isn't to beat myself up for it. Oh hell, excuse my language, oh hell no. <laughs> my job isn't at that moment to beat myself up because that's what the ego wants. The ego wants us to beat the hell of our, out of ourselves one more time because now we'll be adding judgment on top of our condemnation on top of condemnation and now we're really screwed. So if we can, if we can again stop and 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 I and you were you were alluding to it. You were saying, it. "What is it that I'm feeling? What am I feel? My feelings or emotions? Emotions are always of the lower self. Feeling is always of the higher self. So, what is it? Am I emoting or am I feeling? 
the first thing is, what is it I feel? Is it anger or peace? Jealousy or peace? Notice that everything goes back to peace. Absolutely. If I'm at peace, I'm happy. So I, I, I allow my internal GPS system, I call it my internal compass, and it only has two directions on which is beautiful. Instead of having to wonder, am I going, which way am I going? It only has two directions. Peace or conflict. And by conflict, I don't mean outer conflict. I can be an internal conflict, which is I'm angry, I'm enraged, I'm I'm beating myself up, or I'm actually, um, you know, uh, thinking ill about someone. All right, that's conflict. I will feel conflicted. So I, I always recognize, ooh, I'm in conflict. If I'm in conflict, I'm in the ego. I love that. That's a really great way to associate those two. Yeah, and it's always to bring it back to peace because from peace is knowledge. From peace, I can hear the wisdom from the wise one. Oh, my little self is not wise. The true self, the higher self, is the wisdom. And we all have that wisdom within us. None of us are without it. It's all within every one of us. But we can't hear it if I, if, if this, if the mind is running all the time and not listening to the heart. We will never, we will never, ever have the life that we want if the mind is controlling everything. Shift gears, shift gears, allow the heart to be in control, and the mind becomes its willing partner. That's the, as you were saying, the marriage. It's almost like husband and wife, the willing partner. Right, like the heart is driving and the mind is the car. That's it, yes. And now you, now everything that, that we do, will always, it will always be perfect. Now that doesn't mean that we're not going to hit potholes. Of course, welcome to the world. But there's the joy of it. And you had even brought up something with gratitude earlier. Okay, so I hit a pothole. Ooh, be grateful. There's something here that I'm supposed to experience, or I wouldn't have created the pothole to hit. Absolutely. So, so, so now I can go at the experience going, hmm, there is something really cool here in this moment for me. And, and now my entire perception will have changed. And what I thought was something negative, the pothole, becomes now a pot of gold. Absolutely. I agree 100%. I think that all of the experiences like that are a pot of gold or are tools. They are absolute tools. For me, I'm I'm in a phase in, in my spiritual um, my spiritual journey where I'm learning that the situations that I'm experiencing now were are a complete result of the thoughts and emotions I was admitting then. So I'm so whenever I experience when I'm sitting uh, and I hit a pothole and I'm like, oh 
darn, I can't believe it. And then I get to be like, oh my gosh, I just love you. Now you're going to be excited about it because you are able to see that you that that you are the one that is creating this. So now we get to create something new. I can't ever create something that so I can't ever create a situ a, a drive without potholes, so to speak, in my spiritual journey or in my life. If I am not continuously looking for the way the universe is conspiring in my favor. And that's where I tell people, well, they're like, well, I just, well, somebody just did me unfair. And this, well, yeah, but here, let me tell you something. Right now, babe, you're creating more unfair for tomorrow. You're, it's a continuous process. So what are, where are you able to use that discernment? Where are you able to use this judgment, so to speak, to say, oh my gosh, this seems this way, but it is truly an opportunity in disguise. And I love to say that. I love to say that because what we celebrate expands. So when anything, when I'm experiencing something negative, I try to, I, I try to find out what the, what it within it, I can pull from it to use for my gratitude in order to expand the grateful inside of the uncomfortable. Does that make sense? Almost oh, like- absolutely. Cause when you were sitting here, um, sharing that with me, I kept hearing, I kept hearing gratitude, gratitude, and I've shared with you before. Our there is a <coughs> there is a door to our heart, and that door, that door swings on hinges, and the hinges are gratitude. Right. So the moment that we become grateful in any moment, the door to the heart, the door to love, is open. And the moment the door to love is open, everything changes. Absolutely, absolutely, I I agree a hundred percent. What we what we are grateful for expands. What we celebrate expands. And I also think that you know gratitude is the universal's the universal language. Everyone, anywhere, any alien races, any animal, any plant. Any living life force is going to be able to recognize the language of love and gratitude. Just the same that they're able to recognize the language of, of ego and um, and hate. You know, so I, I think that it's so powerful, you know, and, and, and just, it you know, just goes without saying that whenever we're expressing gratitude, we're expressing love. That is another way that we are communicating to the universe. And that's one of those sayings where, you know, the saying that says, be grateful for what you have. And it, and the universe will yeah. bring you more because once you're in that state of not enough or un or or unsatisfied, then you don't get that because you're admit you're admitting and like attracts like. So you know when it comes to um, when it comes to judgment as well, because people say things a lot like I just don't want people to judge me or I am of you know I think about I think too much about what other people think and so on and so forth. But whenever we're stuck in that mind state. Of it, of judging other people, we're actually creating the situation for others to judge us, yes. and we are admitting exactly what we're receiving. And a lot of times that that's and that's just how it works. So so it's it's just it's so powerful, you know. So always remaining yeah. in gratitude, I think, is the biggest tip here. Gratitude, yeah. gratitude, pro noia, knowing that the universe is conspiring in your favor at every moment. Right. Absolutely, and I would like to. I'd like to end with this. Yes. The moment that I recognize, the moment that I recognize that I have been in, in judgment, in condemnation of something, I stop. Because the ego, again, wants me to beat myself up. So I stop. No. 
and then and then I then I know I'm being offered the opportunity to correct. So I this is what I say to myself. I have done nothing wrong. I am not bad. I am the perfect child of the one. I am that love. And then I finish it with this. I forgive the world in that moment of all I thought it did, all I thought it offered, and all I thought it could give. I forgive the world so that I can be free and live in love. Mm. And boy, when I say that, because it does take a minute to say it, I've given myself the opportunity to go directly to my heart and now respond. I've left the ego. I've left the judgment. I, I've moved into the heart space where, as you and I have been talking about, I can respond. I can come from a place now of love for whatever the experience is. I love that so much. I think that that's very powerful, and I'm really grateful that you shared that. And so that's all the time that we have for today, guys. I wanted to thank you guys for listening. Um, and also thank you, Eddie, for coming. And guys, go on Amazon. Um, right now I'm reading the Return to Oneness book that Eddie had wrote. Um, he's got a multitude of books on there. Check them out. Let us know what you think. Um, also, if you can bounce over to the, Christ, uh, the Church of Christ Consciousness. Um, he does live services on Sunday at 10. Is it 10? 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. So um, bounce over there and check us out. That way you can know a little bit more about Eddie so that whenever you come back to hear our discussions, you are able to understand both variables that make up the dynamics of these conversations that are giving you perspective for your life. Thanks, guys. I love you.